0: live from orlando florida you're now listening to the ozone podcast the voice of orlando magic fans join us every week for a unique fan perspective on all of the latest magic news and updates the show starts now What's up, Magic fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Ozone Podcast brought to you by DraftKings and part of the Basketball Podcast Network. We are your host, Al, myself, Anthony. Today is Friday, December 2nd, and this is our first episode of December, man. It's already the end of the year. It's almost 2020, How did that happen? Insane. It's going by quick. And today's episode, uh, yo, listen, we're talking about the return of Markel Fultz. Uh, we're talking about, you know, the continued emergence of Bo-Bo, um, and we're going to break down some comments around, you know, some of the things that we're hearing in the NBA about bo but f- before we get into that, quick shout out to our Patreon members, Blake Bickerstaff, Court Cousins, Stephen Cameron, Dan Moe, Casey Wood, Finn's Fan for Life, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Mr. Mikey Zico uh dylan yadi and yo mama mo bamba now it's going gonna, gonna to continue to be the last
1: name that we add that's your guy to.
0: just because we love you <laughs> so much man it, it, it goes it goes um i mean listen um before we break down the 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 four games um since our last podcast magic have been on a little bit of a, a losing streak it's been rough out tell me a little bit man What is, what is your overall feeling and standing uh, with the magic and, and not just, I, I don't want to hear just from yours, but also what's, what's the, what's the feeling that you're getting from the fan base at the moment? Where are we at?
1: It's not, it's not a fun time to be a magic fan. Despite all the excitement, right? You think about Markel coming back, Cole Anthony came back yesterday, but it's rough, man. And it was by far, even thinking of last year, I'm going to say it was probably one of the most difficult weeks to be a magic fan, just because, Let's keep it real, man. We play like crap. Um, and not only did we, did we play like crap, we play like crap against teams that I'm a little surprised, like especially Philadelphia at home without Embiid, Harden, Maxi, Tybalt. We got spent that Sunday game 133 103. The Friday game, we still didn't play. The, the score makes it look nice, but it wasn't that good 107 99. I'm going to tell you, man, it, it was a rough week because we didn't see any of the things that had us excited. The first few weeks, we were like, you know what? First month, we're losing, but we're playing hard. We're competing. Every game's going down to the wire. It's okay. Like, if this is our version of tanking and we end up playing the lottery game again, but we're playing like this, this is fun. This week, it was not fun. By halftime, most of these games, I was so heated that I'm like, I don't, number one, I don't want to go to the games. Number two, I don't want to keep watching these games. Um, So not a good thing when diehards like me and you that tune in every single game are saying either I don't want to go to the arena or I don't want to tune in and watch this game anymore. And that's not only from us. We have our Discord chat. You can see that happening in the Discord chat every night that we play this week. At the arena, the groans and the fans just saying mostly I'm watching you. Ball, put your hands up. It's crazy. Like everyone just keeps saying the same thing, and you think it's only again me and you because we watch the team so hard, we care so much. No, no, no. It's a casual viewer that's noticing this team is not looking good right now. Um, so that's my take. It was a really rough week. Um, what about you, man? How how are you doing with this Magic team uh, after this week?
0: Yeah. So it's um, the the two Philadelphia games were were really really rough, just because you you thought that that was going to be a moment where. Uh the, the Magic were able to get a little confidence back, and those, those should have been winnable games when their best player is is damn Tobias Harris, man. Like it's it's they're they're hurting. There's no reason why those games shouldn't have been more competitive. Like you're you're talking about no James Harden, no Joel Embiid, and, and we're losing by 30 points. So you you're kind of thinking, all right. So we're, we're really injured. Uh, that's when we got so the second Philadelphia game, that's when we ended up getting um, you know the the news circulation about Markel Fultz being questionable. We're like, all right, this this makes sense. it's, it's a home game. It's against Philadelphia. We're gonna get Markel back. And then last minute they asked it and Markel was not coming back. And it kind of feels as if the team felt it as well. Um, There there was comments from Terrence Ross on 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 his streaming where, you know, he saw the notification that Markel Fultz is questionable. He's like, what? Markel Fultz is is questionable Man, they they don't the team don't tell us nothing anymore. If he's playing then I'm definitely playing like you can tell that he was he was really hyped about it. Um, But that's that's kind of not what what happened. We ended up losing by 30 points to, you know, a very winnable basketball team. Um. Now, kind of fast forwarding, fast forwarding it, it's like we we get stomped by Philadelphia, but then we play a team that's fully loaded in the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and it's it's a battle, bro. Like we we were in that game the whole entire time. We're giving Kevin Durant the business. Kevin Durant still went off, but you know we we lost that game one hundred nine and one hundred two, and and I think that that was the perfect example of losing by 30 to a Tobias Harris led team to then going toe to toe with Kevin Durant and a, in in a somewhat healthy Brooklyn Nets. It's like the magic always find a way to like make you hold on tight. Like you can't, you can't fully let go because then they'll do something like, like that, you know? And it's, it's also we're gonna talk a little bit more about it in a few, but to hear some of the comments that Kevin Durant have has made in regards to Bobo, uh uh Paulo Bancaro and, and our players, you know, it it's a it's a reminder that that you know there there's a lot of positives, but then we get humbled really quick as well after that game against the Hawks. And there there's just dude, dude, I, I do not like i do not like murray for nothing in this world bro there's nothing there's nothing about his game that i like his arrogance drives me absolutely insane it's gotten worse and so crazy because i've never like if it wasn't for like this this pro-am battle that he had with with um paulo i like mm-hmm. I, it, I i've never saw anything like that like i felt yep. like in, in san antonio he was a he was a you know quite little puppy and now all of a sudden he got a little swagger now that he's playing with with Trey Young, and it it drives me crazy because it's kind of like, "So down, man, y'all ain't really nice like that." Like, you know, y'all about to get humbled, and it's not gonna be humbled by us, but someone else is gonna humble you. Um, I, f- I felt like you know that that was another game where, all right, we we get the green light. Markel Fultz is back, minute restrictions, but mm-hmm. but he's playing. Um, Cole Anthony, minute restrictions, but but he's playing. We finally got point guards on the on the basketball court. We had, when was the last time we had a point guard? Like Cole's been out for a hot minute, you know? So it's it's the the inconsistency. I feel like the the Magic fan base were, were bipolar at the moment. We can't decide how we're feeling because it, it feels like a civil war. You have people on the left that are like, it's time to tank, man. We just got to take one more season. And then you got the other side that's saying, man, if only we were fully healthy, we'd be a fourth seed. If we were healthy, we would be in the playoffs. And I'll be honest with you, I, I'm I'm dead center in the middle. I, I'm being pulled left and right because there's parts of me where it's kind of like, what were we really expecting? Like let's let's be honest. There's, there's moments where we get so hyped in the beginning of the season that we're we're biased. And we think way more highly of our team, but then you have these people in in the in the media outlets that. We believe don't know anything, but then the magic end up keep proving them right. Kind of pisses me off a lot when that happens because in our mindset, you know, it's it's different, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I gotta ask two, two quick follow-ups there. So, one thing that Terrence Ross also mentioned on that stream that you're talking about is about Markel. It's like, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we bring him back, but then shut him down for the next 12 games. <laughs> right. I I found that really interesting, that comment. Yeah. And second You talk about inconsistency, right? So we beat the Phoenix Suns somewhat loaded that game. They didn't have Chris Paul. And then you beat the Dallas Mavericks with Luca and the whole squad. And those games, we didn't have Paolo playing. And a bunch of injured guys. No, No point guards, none of that. But we find a way to beat those teams. You talk about Brooklyn. We found a way to make it really competitive. It was fun to watch. I just don't comprehend the Philadelphia games one bit last night embarrassing man i think the only fun part was the first two minutes because markel the hype he made a layup a little runner exciting after that to your point it was a clown show it was trey young killed us murray killed us unfortunately i expected more of a little fight between paulo and him that never happened um but to your point i just cannot make sense of this team right now because sometimes they show up sometimes they don't we got paulo back right now playing And unfortunately, even with him on the lineup, we're getting spanked, which I did not expect um, because we played so well prior to him getting injured. Um, So there's a lot going on. But I I do want to ask you. So, number one, the Terrence Ross comment. Number two, what do you make out of all this like injuries, players rotating in and out? So we didn't have any point guards. Now the issue is we don't have any bigs. So now Mo Bamba's out. Wendell is out. Mo Wagner is back, but not really. He's still kind of hurt, kind of getting back. And that's why we got spanked last night. We couldn't block a shot. We couldn't rebound anything. So what do you make out of those two comments? Terrence Ross comments and the fact that it seems like whenever somebody gets healthy, one comes back, three go out. It's that planned, it's that really people just getting hurt. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, so that that's one of the things I appreciate the most about Terrence Ross is the fact that he the dude is just honest, right? And ever since that he started his podcast, his streaming. You know he's he doesn't shy away from from making comments. This isn't the first time that we've heard um, that we heard any any magic related news coming out of those things. It's to a point that we're now we have to watch his streaming because these things are are coming out. Um, I appreciate the honesty because it's it's a reminder that it's not just frustrating for us. It's frustrating for them also. You you can tell that they're they're kind of pissed off. It's kind of like. Him making the comments of he's going to play one, Markell's going to play one game, and he's going to you're probably going to sit him out for, you know, one out of out of twelve. It's it's confirming to me that the Magic take way longer with their injuries more so than than the regular than the norm, which we we kind of knew that already, but to hear it coming from one of the players is where it's kind of eye opening. Where it's like, all right, we're not we're not just frustrated fans just saying. Saying all this nonsense out of out of nowhere, there's there's some legs to it, and I think that you know if if Terrence Ross feels that way, then you best believe everyone else does as well because this is coming from the vet. So if the I vet think. is feeling this way, then what are what are the young cats thinking?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're thinking the exact same thing. Like I I know here here's the thing when it comes when it comes to tanking, there's 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 tanking. From the front office, and then there's tanking from the players. The players on tanking. They're not the ones that are saying, hey, I don't want to play basketball and make sure that I'm out for, you know, a year and a half. They're they're not the ones saying that. People who are frustrated with Jonathan Isaac, I you can be frustrated at Jonathan Isaac for all the outside, you know, antics or whatever you want to call it, but you can't be frustrated at him as as a basketball player because he's not the one saying that I don't want to play. It's the front office doing that. And I think that the play, the players are frustrated in those regards. As far as, you know, the, the players coming in and playing and coming out, I think that we are like, I I had a conversation with somebody the the other day about this. Like, are we, are we really that injured? Yes. Yes. We, we are really that injured. Like our, our players are getting hurt and that's just, that's the sad reality. Coach most made a comment about it. You know, the other day is saying, I really have never seen anything like this before with the amount of injuries that, that we're experiencing. It's not just this season. It's not just last season. It's the season before that. Mm-hmm. We've been dealing with this crap for a minute. Like, it's just it's just the way that it is. The tanking part, where I, I consider it the tanking part, is, is again, the, the amount of time it takes to be able to bring our players back. And we've mentioned this before. If the Magic were a playoff team, and it's expected for the magic to make the playoffs, to make a run, then we're we're not waiting for these players to be 120, 150%. Cause that's yep. that's what it feels like right now. We're waiting for them to be overly, overly okay. Yep. And we're instead we're making them wait a lot longer. So then it leads me to then ask like, okay, if we're waiting for Markel Foltz to be 150 percent. If we're waiting for the same thing with Cole Anthony, why the hell do we have them in a minutes restriction? If now they're 150%. But then the excuse, the excuse would be because we have to get them game ready, and this is the way that we do it. We have to get them in, in game shape.
1: And that's what makes it so, so interesting. So, yeah, we got Markel back yesterday. Again, we talked about it last week, the, the anticipation. Is it going to happen? Is it not? Hey, it's here. It happened. Um, but to your point, it was exciting to see, oh, Markel will start. And right after that, Kobe tweeted on a minute restriction, fifteen minutes, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? This dude came back from.
0: It's a, a buzzkill.
1: Yeah, like dude, like the excitement was so so crazy on Twitter. The excitement again on our, on our group chat, and all of a sudden it's like, wait, fifteen minutes, like what's that gonna do? Like this guy's been That's getting that, ready that, from a. It's, not, toe- it's nothing. Dude, but it's a. This is my thing though. It's a toe injury. The ACL when he came back from that and he was like 15 minutes, 18, 20, I get it. That's a knee injury that takes a little bit longer. Understood. A toe injury, you gotta treat him with a 15 minute restriction when he gets back.
0: Yeah, but and- we but we knew but we knew that. That's that's the thing. In order for us to be less frustrated, we have to remind ourselves that we this is this isn't a surprise. The front office is being the front office. What they're doing is not anything out of the norm of what we expected. We knew that these dudes were going to be on a minute restrictions. The the frustrating part is that Markel Folds had a decent game. 17, mm-hmm. 17 minutes, um, three of eight from the field, one rebound, four assists, and then eight points. Like he he did work in his in his 17 minutes. And it's like you got Franz Wagner out here, you know, playing 32 minutes, Paolo playing
1: 35. These dudes need help. That's, That's really... the thing. That's the thing, man. Like, I'm concerned, honestly, about Franz and Paulo. Like, those, those guys that are getting 38, 39 minutes a night, it's fun to watch as a fan. We want to see those two. We know they're the two best players on the team right now. The brightest future It's the two of them. But it's concerning, too, because there's such a big workload on those guys right now. And we've seen how Franz fall a couple times and hold his ankle he was looking at his knee the other night. We know he has a hand injury at the moment. It's like, okay, if that if that falls, and now France gets hurt, and he has to miss a month, two months, whatever whatever it may be, God forbid, the season is over. Like for us, what keeps me watching at the very least? Paulo, France, another return of Markel. Like, that's it. When we're fully healthy, of course, excitement all around. There's so many young guys who want to see build that chemistry. But we're not seeing that. So at the very least, I got to have France and Paolo playing along with Markel and somebody else. But if one of those guys goes down, man, it's going to be tough um, because that, that's what we got to hold on to right now. But with that being said, another follow up question for you really quickly. Five and 17 record right now. Six game losing streak. We've now officially reached the quarter, one quarter point of the season. So 22 games in. What do you what are your thoughts? So the season we entered it with a mindset, 32 wins, maybe, maybe in a playing tournament uh, run. Be realistic now, December 1st, 22 games in, 12 games under 500. We just found out today Wendell won't be back for another couple of weeks. Where do we go from here? What's the mindset that you advise myself and also those listening and watching us to have going forward? Because obviously the playing tournament seems a little bit rough right now.
0: I mean, I mean, listen. If you haven't already been doing research in this in this draft, I, I think it's about time to do that. Whatever extra time you have on the side, make sure that you're looking at these names because there's a lot of really good players in that draft. Um, I, I think that that's 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 where we're at. Um, here, here here's my thing. I've transitioned my thought process, and, and I think the part that makes it makes it tough is that you know, Markel Foltz was legit screaming out fourth seed. Like that, the they we we weren't setting those expectations. The players were, that's where they thought that they were at. Terrence Ross was was saying that man, he's he's looking at the team that we have. He's seeing Bobo do crazy nonsense. He's seeing you know Paulo Bencaro and all the 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 skills and and everything that he brings to the table. Man, this could really be a playoff team. I, I at this point, no, it, we're not we're not there. We're not there. And and I think that that, like, okay, I'm at the point where I've accepted it. It's okay. Right now, what I want is I want competitive basketball. That's what I want. I don't want to lose by 30 points to a crappy-ass Philadelphia team. I don't. I, I want to be able to go toe-to-toe with the Brooklyn Nets. That was fun, fun basketball. And, and it's not just fun from Paolo. It's not just fun, fun from watching Franz go crazy. Like watching Bobo out there is exciting. Like mm-hmm. this man dropped 24 points and scored um those 24 in 39 minutes and he was doing ridiculous things, man. To the point that you have everyone talking about him. You got Stefan Marbury coming out here saying that, you know, he's going to be a bit he's going to be a big name in the league. He's going to be an all-star caliber type player. You got Kevin Durant saying that he loves playing against, you know, teams that have young players that are tall and long because it forces him to elevate his game. There's a lot of compliments coming out, but at the same time, it's it's a reminder that, that we we should have pumped our brakes a, a long time ago, and it, it's it's okay. What I wish is that there was improvements from last year, like there there has to be gradual to to get there. If if it's not if it's not this year. Then what do we say about what do we say about next year? Like what what is your what is your now expectation of of your your prediction your updated prediction of games one this year?
1: Man, I think I, I said it last do we, night. Do, our, we crack, our, do we crack
0: do we crack twenty five?
1: Hardly. The only way we do crack, crack twenty five is if everyone comes back, stays healthy. Ji even Ji comes back and, and has an impact. I don't see it, man. And and I'm not going to blame the players for this. Uh, whoever, again, we, we're not that deep inside the organization to know how things are being done. But I can tell you the draft, honestly, it's being looked upon as, hey, we need one more top tier prospect to make this run. It, it's obvious at this point that that's the case. So we're going to play the draft game, whether we like it or not. Now, are other teams around us going to tank harder than we are and, and try harder? We'll find out. But that's obvious. So to answer your question, I think 25 wins, it's going to be rough just because of the way that things are being handled right now. If we can get back to being healthy, maybe we reach 25, 27 wins, but definitely not 30 in my mind. Um, It just hurts, though, to your point. You got Markel saying fourth seed. You had coach mostly in media day saying it's time to level up. And that became the thing. Like all the players were saying it. It's time to level up, level up. So all this hype that we have as fans right now comes from that place, from what we're hearing from the coaches, the players, and heck, that fourth seed when Markel got us really excited. But one really concerning one to me is one particular quote. Our goal this season is to dominate the simple. We got to dominate the simple little things and that will help us level up. That was a quote from media day. Well, man, if you can't box out anyone out there, and you can't have the right defensive rotations on the court, you don't dominate the simple that way. And you're definitely gonna level up that way. And what we saw last night against Atlanta and what we saw against Philadelphia on Sunday, man, it was rough to watch. And that's what has me so kind of and you know what it is, maybe the players themselves are in a state of shock at the injuries, at the way they're yeah. playing, at the record. Is is,
0: demoral, is demoralizing. Like, like what are what are they okay coach moes is not perfect there's a lot of things that you can point at that you you don't like right the rotations the players he he has out there decision making uh not not putting um uh the the, the what well, what is that called what is it called i can't think of it what is it called the Where flag the flag the flag the coaching challenge. oh there the challenges go. yes my god yeah the challenges <laughs> like there's a lot of things that you can point at and at the same time to kind of like balance it, like you can't, you can't just put the full blame on coach Mose. <clears throat> like the dude needs help out there. He needs, he needs weapons out there and he hasn't been able to, to fight with his full artillery. Like he hasn't been able to do that And until Markel is fully. Cause here's the thing. Like, yeah, that, that Atlanta game, we got Markel folds back. We got Cole Anthony back. Uh, but like, what, what were you guys expecting? Like, we're expecting that we're Mark you integrate Mar Markel and then boom, that's it. Fourth seed. Like it it doesn't it doesn't work that way. He did well in his limited time, but it's also gonna take him a minute to learn how to play with Franz, to learn how to play with Paulo, learn how to play with Bobo. This dude's coming out to a brand new basketball team.
1: Yeah. It's gonna take call a call 932. They've been on the team for a while and they've barely played together. So they gotta get to get familiar with each other too as point guards and guards yeah. in this team. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, but it's just, it's rough right now. Because again, the the expectations were high coming into the season from all of us, fans, players, coaches. And what has transpired is rough. But to kind of calm you guys down a little bit, think about it this way. It's December 1st. Trade deadline is in two months. So believe it or not, eight weeks. And believe it or not, four months, we're back, or what is it, five months now, we'll be here in the lottery again. So, Based on what we're seeing, we're going to have to play that game again this year it seems like unfortunately. Um I do understand again this draft coming up is really really talented and we need, Really talented. We need shooting and we need guard play. And guess what? There's a ton of that in the top yeah. 10 12 in this draft.
0: And just in just the lottery there is over there's 50% of the players in this lottery are two guards.
1: Yep. Which we percent. I mean, I love Jalen Suggs with a passion, but at the same time Let's be honest. The way he's played so far, we need a guard to push him around and say, "Hey, if you're not gonna get it together, I will."
0: Yeah, and and that's that's a, that's what I would advise. Like the 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 diehards is a little frustrated right now with with the losing because we are losing. And in order for us to mentally be able to have that that balance, like like here here's the thing. Imagine imagine you're you're a fan. You go to work. You have a tough day at work. Work is already exhausting as it is. You're frustrated at work. Then you get home. You're like, man, at least I got the magic game. Magic comes on, get our ass beat by 30 points against you know crappy-ass Philadelphia team. Then you're even more frustrated. So your whole entire day is just frustration. Here's the positive. The positive is that start researching these players in the draft because there is light at the end of the tunnel. At some point, the magic will have to focus on playing, winning, and really focus on being healthy, right? Um, there's a lot of names in this draft. Like you don't just focus on the the Wimbanyamas and the Scoot Henderson. Like those are the those are your top two heavy hitters. We know that those are gonna be your your top two in that order. We know Victor is gonna be number one, right? The likelihood of us getting that number one pick again is so damn small to the point that I'm not even like in my mind, I'm not picturing Victor. I'm not picturing Scoot. I'm not picturing none of those guys in a Magic uniform. I'm not going to set myself up for that type of disappointment. But I am looking at other names, and there's a lot of really, really good players in this draft that can really help the Magic. And the Magic really have more than one option. And we we have two picks. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I saw online that people were already having the conversation prematurely, but already having the conversation of, well, wouldn't it be a really good idea to, I don't know, Trade these pick for a veteran player to be able to help to be able to help this team. And in my mind, I'm kind of like, that would be really rough with this draft because there, there's so many good players. But at this point, I'm open for anything. As long as it comes with with wins, development and the magic, actually doing something. Like I'm ready for playoff basketball. And it's because we got a small taste of it, right? After going so long without it, that I'm ready to get back to it but we also know that you know there's 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 a process now this is what i would really want what i would love right now is to hear from the front office i would love because they when they do it they they go on their their media tour and they're talking to they're talking to the game they're talking to Orlando Sentinel, they're talking to everybody right i think it's time to do that especially with markel folds coming back i i think it's time them to be able to address the media and and really like even even because even when they speak they really don't say much but i i also think that it's time for them to to address it at least address the injuries
1: at least i think i think unfortunately that won't happen until the trade that line if we make a trade because that's what happened last year we kept waiting like hey can can they come out and say something can they come out and, and speak to the fan base nope they only made comments after i think the ball trade i think they came out and did a little media tour and then that's it um but yeah man it's it, it there's definitely a shift in my mind as well we, we talk about it again we talk we watching games and stuff like hey like as the, the playing tournament realistic i was still playing that card mentally for me like you said it's all about player development at this point eventually getting healthier the growth of paulo banquero franz wagner ball ball is added to that equation now, which is a huge surprise. Focus on that. Watch the games. I think I saw a, was a Houston Rockets fan that posted on Twitter today. That he's watching the games with tape on the score to not really care about the outcome, just watching the game and enjoying it.
0: <laughs> Yo, that's that's mad clever. I might, I might, I might take that.
1: We may have to, man, because again, if you just watch the games, they're fun. Our our team, I, I will say this openly, the fact that watching Vooch and Foynier and Aaron Gordon back in the days, was boring and yeah it got us to a playoff seed and we we made it to the playoffs great but not really this team is fun to watch there's dunks. there's three-point shooting there's a young team that's playing hard i don't mind watching the games it's just again the shift in mindset has to happen in the fan base to understand hey maybe what we thought it's not going to happen this year um but understand this there's a lot to look forward to not only trade that line not only the draft the lottery but we got a ton of money to also make decisions on in the off season, so we got, we're gonna have to decide: Do we keep guys like RJ Hampton who are not playing, guys like Mo Bamba who doesn't have a second year guaranteed, Gary Harris, Terrence Ross? So things will change this off season for the Magic. So the team that we see Absolutely. next year will be totally different. That yep. has me excited. There's things to look forward to. It's just again, we have to make that that shift mentally to say, hey, unfortunately, it may be too late now, and I would I would hope i would love to be wrong about this and the magic come back and get healthy next week and all of a sudden they go on a 15 game winning streak and we're back in business i would love that but being realistic based on what we've seen so far it's more likely that we're playing the lottery game than we will be playing in the playoffs this year what's going on magic fans the nba season is heating up and there are still so many unknown When I'm looking to get on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 dollars pregame game line bet on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: Yeah, and and listen, the the games are they're not they're not getting easier. And just the next, we'll go five games. You got Cavs, Raptors, Bucks, Clip, Clippers, Raptors, and then followed by Raptors again, Hawks, Celtics, Celtics, Hawks you know it's it's we play against what the the next winnable game on paper we're looking at the rockets on the 21st of december like that's a long period man it's it's going to be and now the magic again the magic will surprise us like they'll 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 get a, a one big win against one of these teams but it's a part of me feels bad for the players just because like like Ter- like terrence ross is a player that i feel bad for just because we saw how disconnected he was last year. It looked like he was rejuvenized with, with everything going into this season and things going into the season is not what he expected. And it's like, like uh, me, I feel like, all right, let's, it's time to let my man's go. Like, we're wasting his, his prime time where he can really, really, you know, be in an environment where winning is, is the priority. And, you know, I, I I feel I feel bad for Franz. I feel bad for Paulo. Franz is carrying a lot of the load. Um, Paulo, his 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 rookie season is is I'm sure he's never had this much defeat before in his life. Nope, in his life. You're talking about AU circuits, high school basketball, college ball. You know, playing ball in C.I. He's never lost as many games before in the life in his life. There's no way. There's no way. So that that for sure has to be an adjustment. Because if you're a player like Paolo, it's like, cool, you're you're averaging, you know, what 22, 23 points a game and you're getting recognition, but your team isn't winning. So it would be natural to question yourself and say, okay, I'm I'm producing statistically, but it's not it's not resulting into winning basketball games. Mm-hmm. which at the end of the day what would you prefer would you prefer you know someone that drops you know 35 40 points a game or would you prefer someone that you know averages 15 points a game but it results to winning you know and and he's a rookie he's going to figure that out um but uh, again it's i can only imagine what's going through his mind of a player that is used to winning number one pick sent to the orlando magic and man we got all the cool nice bells and whistles man we got this now, let me show you this training facility. <laughs> but in this training facility, we got 19 of our players in there, like being held together by band-aids.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's it's rough. It's got to change, man. It's got to change. But yeah. it's when the question: When is it going to change? Yeah.
0: Yeah. When? All right, man. I, I feel like we went on a little a little, a little negative. Let, Let's let's get a little let's get a little positive. The positive is Paulo. Paulo is the positivity. All right, so um, some some highlights. So, unfortunately, Paolo did miss out on Rookie of the Month, and uh, Benedict Matherin, who I would say is his competition for Rookie of the Year, um, did end up winning it. Statistically, if you look at his stats, Paolo has better stats. However, Benedict has played more games. Are you okay with Paolo missing out on Rookie of the Month?
1: Um, no. Uh, I think uh, I would have loved to see him winning it, get some recognition. He's played really well. I mean, leading the rookies in most categories, especially in points scored, which is a big one. Um, but to your point, he didn't play enough games. He missed seven games due to that ankle injury. And we talked about it last week. Um, I was a little bit afraid of the fact that, hey, this guy may miss out on winning Rookie of the Year if that continues or the front office shuts him down for any reason he may miss out on that award because we we need that. We need some wins. We need some awards to come to Orlando, more media attention. This is one of them. Um, so sucks to see it. Uh, but the thing, the good thing is the stats will be there. He will continue to perform with Markel out there and Cole Anthony even more, a little more spacing to create, a little more um, easier time scoring, cutting to the basket alley-oops. That's all coming. Um, so I, I think it's going to win the upcoming months here coming up. But it's kind of scary that if if we play the game of being extra careful, and, and if he just simply tweaks a toe again, he's gonna miss the next month. If that happens, we may be not getting that that award, uh, the Rookie of the Year award. How about you? Do you do you think Mathurin deserves it? What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I think so. He's, uh, I mean, his stats aren't exactly where you know Paolo is, but it's close enough. He's played more basketball games. I'm okay with him not winning Rookie of the Month as long as he wins Rookie of the Year right he has to stay healthy in order to do that um you know al you brought up an example of you know zion winning rookie of the year and that was <laughs> that was false i don't know where you got your information from just want to clear that up for this episode because a lot of people <laughs> calling you out on that zion did not win rookie of the year come on bro
1: they they, they corrected you on that really quickly on twitter
0: <laughs> Yo, and it what's crazy is that i was super confident about it I'm mad confident like i would have fought that with anybody anybody <laughs> yeah, but listen, I'm not a Pelicans fan, man. How am I supposed to know? Uh, <laughs> but um, no, nah, I'm not I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Paulo. I think you know, he didn't win Rookie of the Month, but he'll be all right. Yeah. Um. Now, Paulo did break another record, right? Paulo is the rookie for the Orlando Magic with the most points scored after just 15 games in Magic history, beating Shaq by a total of one point. Three hundred thirty-nine points in the first fifteen games. Shaq at three thirty-eight. So it, it it feels like little by little, man. We're we're racing all those statistic statistical factors from Shaquille O'Neal, but really exciting for Paolo because, um, man, he's he's a he's a different animal when it comes to just what he's able to do so quickly. And it kind of also kind of makes me uh, wonder like, if we were to fast forward this into next year, you know, wherever Victor ends up. Uh, landing like do you do you see the next number one pick producing as much as palo ben Carroll is producing right now like i find it hard i find it hard to believe i've seen the videos i see the intangibles i see the freak of a, a, a nature that this dude is and, and everything they like this dude is doing a a crossover running legged three-point <laughs> shot like I, I see that he's ridiculous but I also see other parts where I can I can see him struggling in the NBA. So where you see Paulo and Paolo just he's mad confident, he's mad poised, he's patient, he's not rushing a lot of things. You know, he's still making rookie mistakes, but in my mind, it's kind of like if he's playing like this now, what does what does sophomore Paolo look like? What does second contract Paolo look like? Oh like it's 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 scary, it's scary to think like I, I cannot I still I still not I, I can't believe that we had this type of player on our team
1: now to answer your question I don't think that I don't expect Victor to come out next year averaging 23 points in his first couple of months in the uh, NBA I just I, I don't, just don't, I don't see, see it. it um for whatever reason those those type of guys that you know the, think of ball ball which we'll talk about in a minute here what Paulo said about him and KD as well but Think about Bobo. how long it took him to kind of get used to the NBA game and, and how to use his physique at the NBA level being so skinny. And, and it's not easy. Um, Chat. I'm sorry to say this, but, hey, got her main freaking summer league or whatever it was, one of those uh, exhibition games in, in Seattle. In his,
0: in his defense, the floor was slippery. It's not, it's not mm. his fault. We all He's said sl- it. It was, he was all- slippery. It was slippery. <laughs> and he was guarding LeBron. And, like, it was just a bad move <laughs> all around.
1: But also, do you see Victor the other day? He he slipped also on the court. His knee like bent in a, some random way. I don't know how he got up from that.
0: Dude, his knee bent in like a pretzel. It was insane.
1: My like, point minute, is, man, like-
0: minute it's so funny because the minute I saw that video, I was like, nope, nope, no, nah. <laughs> no, no, no. And I think it's just from all the 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 PTSD that we got from our players being injured. Like I, if, yep. if in my mind, if the Magic were to draft, like if we if we have the the if we're put in a position to be able to draft Victor, like in my mind, I, I don't see Victor playing for another two years. Like I don't, I, I get, cause I, I've asked this question to, to people who are a lot smarter than me when it comes to the draft. And they, they talk about, I ask like what, what it, it, there was so much concern with Chet. Why isn't there as much concern with Victor? Mm-hmm. And they tell me all oh, the shoulders are different. You know, the muscle capacity is, is different. But yeah, whatever, bro. I, I see, I see this. I see the same fears on Victor, and I'm sure that we're gonna see comments where I'm sure that you know people are gonna talk about who know more about this than I do. will sit here and say, Nah, Victor's different, until he's not.
1: Exactly. You know what it is with those tall guys? Their feet and just just their legs are so freaking long. They can easily step on someone and sprain an ankle and, and whatever it may be. Either way, the point of the story is I do not think we'll see him averaging twenty plus points, you know, right so. off the bat. Definitely uh so I think Paulo, if you ask me, Paolo will be a better prospect, um, at least in the immediate future. We're gonna see five, ten years from now. But I, I would take Paulo over him, especially scoring wise, right off the bat.
0: Oh, people aren't gonna like that comment. They're gonna come okay. after you. They're gonna come after you out. <laughs> um, I mean, who who needs Victor when you have Bobo, right? I mean, so that's, what, that's what, that's what Paulo saying. So um, Paulo was quoted saying, everyone talks about Victor dude from France. I'm not trying to compare them, but both seven foot two shoots threes, brings it up the court, makes passes and blocks shots. I feel like people kind of forgot about him, but Bo is a freak of nature. Um, dude. I, I love, I love, I love the story of, of Bobo because in the beginning of the season, we joked we joked around about it. like is he really gonna be is he really gonna be a player on this team? Is he gonna crack minutes? um was he was he really a throw in? People were surprised that we kept him. You know we even even though we kept him, we got him as as you know, a, a player that was coming off an injury. Um, the fact that he's been able to do everything that he's done is not not only amazing for him but amazing for the game of basketball. This dude has so much support across the NBA, everyone is talking about Bobo. You got Kyle Kuzma talking about like, like this this dude is is next one up, and you have so many people that are are really, really, really waiting and watching to see what he's able to do. And it's great because kind of going back to training camp, these were some of the things that the players were telling us. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that they see on the court is insane. They've never seen anything like it like he's he's a crazy basketball player, high IQ, the whole nine. And then, you know, preseason came around and it's kind of like uh guys, like you said that bobo was nice. What what are we doing here? So to be able to see his quick development is is awesome because he's um he's a player that in my opinion, if he can stay healthy, um I I think that, you know, the the magic they have no choice but to keep them around for as long as, as humanly possible.
1: For sure. I mean, this is one of those guys. I feel like guys like Markel, Paolo and Ball are guys. that no matter what they do out there, social media just kind of gravitates towards whatever they're doing. And it's, just a huge thing. Bobo more than anybody else. I mean, Bobo's getting a ton of love right now. Like you mentioned, Kyle Kuzma, we talk, we heard what, uh, Paolo had to say, KD gave him a lot of love after their game yep. against Brooklyn. Um, so, and listen, Ball's got a bright future. He's got to stay healthy. And I'm going to say, it, man, a lot of love to him, but I'm also going to say it. He's got to try a little bit harder on defense. Uh, again, that game against the Hawks yesterday was a little bit of a red flag to me. Uh, did not seem interested one bit in boxing out. Capella rebounding over him. Nothing. Um, probably one of the worst games of the season that I've seen from him last night. But then again, the entire team played horrible. Um, but no, man, I think Ball, Ball is one of those guys that, like you mentioned, if he stays healthy this year, and also I see this a lot on social media, we got to sign him. We got to sign him offer him a deal right now, guys, Hold this up. guy barely played in Denver because he kept getting hurt. Make sure he stays healthy, finish the year strong. Correct. He is under contract next year. For those that don't know, $2 million once again. So he is a magic player next year, no matter what, if we don't train him. Next year, let's talk about that. Or this offseason, let's talk about that. But right now, he's got to prove that he can stay healthy and be consistent with his numbers that he's producing. Um, love him to death. I love the storyline as well. I think it can be a great piece to us. But he's got to prove it and earn that paycheck rather than just get super excited and just throw money around. Uh, it's too early for that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I do think that Victor Ball talks, there's some merit to it. And don't forget, Ball is doing it at the NBA level. Not against some young kids in France that are never going to be at the NBA. So Ball is doing it against KD. He's doing it against Paolo in practice. He's doing it against Wendell in practice. Big man, NBA players. Uh, that should say something as well.
0: Yeah, and the fact that you know he's he's getting these type of compliments from his teammates, whether it's a rookie or not. Um, uh, again, it, it shows a belief in in the team and. And you know the coach Mose, he you can tell he give him the green light, man. You go out there, you play your basketball, and you you do you, and you know he's gonna shine. Um, but yeah, man, really good stuff. Uh the week ahead. So we got Cleveland tonight, tomorrow against Toronto, Monday, Milwaukee, Wednesday, LA Clippers. Really, really tough game. Uh, let's get your quick predictions.
1: Ah, uh, man. It seems like Wendell won't be back anytime soon. We've got you no know, updates from Jalen Sucks. Gary Harris, it was nice seeing you for a couple of days. Uh he's back injured again. Um <laughs> the lack of big guys, big guys, especially Wendell, worries me. Uh I'm gonna go 0 and 4, although we will play more competitive, but it's not gonna be pretty.
0: So we're we're going on a 10 game losing streak, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. This, this opponents, I don't see it.
0: That's rough. No, I think that we're gonna end up we're gonna end up kind of squeezing one out. I got I gotta I gotta win against Toronto. That's what I'm thinking.
1: So that's I, thing, I think I uh, predicted a what was the four one week or three in one week <laughs> this last week.
0: Yo, you calling me out?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, it's uh, damn. I'm oh, so I'm, like, I'm hurting.
0: Mark Markel's <laughs> Mar- Mar- Mar Mar- 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 back, man. Eventually his minute restrictions will be you know taken out.
1: Oh, by the way, you said they're gonna win against Toronto? Markel Mar- Mar- Mar probably won't play in Toronto, you know, second game of back to <laughs> back, the toe, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> you're right. Unless he doesn't play in Cleveland. So he's available for Toronto. Really, I just want to see a Scotty Barnes and Franz matchup. That's what I want to see.
1: By the way, before we close it out, we forgot to mention this. Franz nominated to be, was named uh, as one of the nominated players for Eastern Conference Player of the Month. Impressive. While at the same time, Scotty Barnes got benched in Toronto. What do you make of that real quick? One minute.
0: Uh, I mean, you know. (laughs) Put your <laughs> guard there. No, he's he's not he's not our player. So I really yeah like, tough. Like I I've heard from no Raptors fans. Like that's that's it. The Raptors fans are are out of my. Like, I would get I will still get random like comments oh, yeah. on on social media like randomly out of nowhere. So from Raptors fans. So I'm glad that that's already dead it out, and I'm sure that they'll come back. I I think Scotty Barnes will be all right. I, I think yeah. that there was there's a lot of hype for him, and and deservingly so. You know, rookie of the year, um, but you know, so- sophomore wall.
1: You'll yeah, be Thoughts already. on the nickname, uh, the MCW of the north? Is that real? Yeah,
0: <laughs> is that real? Who who did that? Was that well? God, had
1: chance. Yeah, well, God came up oh, with a graphic and everything.
0: <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> it's got it's got to be the one. I'm glad it was him. <laughs> 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 no, nah, man, I think I think uh, Toronto's going to get that win. Franz is going to ball out that game, and that's it, man. That's it.
1: I hope Jalen Sox um, plays. I don't think he will, but it'll be nice to see Jalen Suggs play against the Raptors. Always a little something to that game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's, let's, how about, how about we do this? How we how about we put some, some energy in the air and let's not go on a 10 game losing streak? How about that?
1: But it's cool, man.
0: Can I mess that up? No, no, man. You, you've been too <laughs> negative, bro. <laughs> You're way too negative. We need to, we need to work on that. You're normally the positive one. All right, man. It's, it's arrived. That's it, man. I'm, I'm done with this episode. appreciate you guys for listening it's a wrap catch you guys next week thank you for listening to the ozone podcast the voice of magic fans for all the latest orlando magic news and updates follow us on twitter at the ozone pod and on instagram at orlando magic hq remember to subscribe and leave a five-star review
1: on all your favorite podcast listening platforms